It's Monday, March the 16th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, Trump extends travel ban and profits slump at Saudi Aramco. First, the world in brief. President Donald Trump extended the travel ban between America and Europe to include Britain and Ireland as travel restrictions proliferated across the world in an effort to stem the spread of COVID-19. Spain joined Italy in total lockdown after its government declared a state of emergency. The Czech Republic, Denmark, Poland and the Baltic states banned the entry of foreigners. Saudi Aramco, the world's most valuable listed company, announced that profits fell by 21% year-on-year in 2019. Earnings at Saudi Arabia's state oil giant were hit by lower crude oil prices and a drop in production volumes caused by an attack by Iranian drones on some of its facilities last September. French local elections went ahead as planned on Sunday, in spite of new restrictions on public gatherings. Turnout reportedly fell compared with the last set of equivalent elections in 2014. President Emmanuel Macron's movement, La République en Marche, is contesting these local seats for the first time and is locked in a three-way battle for the Paris mayoralty with centre-left and centre-right candidates. The Vatican cancelled public participation at the Pope's Easter events due to the fear of spreading COVID-19. The Pope's events for Holy Week normally draw tens of thousands of attendees. To go ahead without them appears to be unprecedented in modern times. Events will be held indoors instead. Some will be streamed online or on television. A pipeline explosion in Lagos, the capital of Nigeria, killed at least 15 people and destroyed over 50 homes. The blast occurred after a fire broke out in the suburbs of the city. Pipeline fires in Nigeria, Africa's biggest crude oil producer, are common. They are often caused by efforts to steal oil from them. Israel's president said in a statement that he will ask Benny Gantz, the country's main opposition leader, to form a new government. The move comes after the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, failed to form a majority government yet again following Israel's third inconclusive election in less than a year. And China's banking regulator said that it planned to encourage banks to offer more trade finance and issue more consumer credit to help the country's economy, which has been hit hard by efforts to contain the spread of COVID-19. The China Banking and Insurance Regulatory Commission said foreign trade is facing relatively large difficulties, partly due to a lack of credit. And now, here's today's agenda. Hard landing, COVID-19 and airlines. President Donald Trump's announcement of a travel ban between America and Europe, which now includes Britain and Ireland, has caused more damage to an industry already severely weakened by the pandemic. Lufthansa, Germany's flag carrier, has cut flights in half for April. Its executives warn it may have to shut down completely. United Airlines, an American carrier, reports that domestic bookings are down by 70%. American Airlines' arrival has grounded 135 of its 150 wide-body planes for intercontinental routes. A crisis of global proportions like no other we have known was how Alex Cruz, boss of British Airways, described the industry's situation. Airlines are appealing to governments for cheap loans to help their cash flow until passenger numbers recover. Their deeper fear is that if businesses find they can live with video calls instead of face-to-face meetings, aviation may never fully recover from the effects of the coronavirus. Laboring away, workers' rights in America. 
Regulatory change has been a hallmark of the Trump administration. Today, the Department of Labor will put into force a new rule making it more difficult for workers to sue joint employers like McDonald's and its franchisees. The fast food giant has lobbied hard to shift responsibility for workers onto the franchisees who directly employ them. President Donald Trump's appointees in the Labor Department and the National Labor Relations Board, another federal agency tasked with employment matters, have worked together to strengthen the hand of businesses over their workers in other areas. The NLRB has made it easier for companies to remove union recognition. The Labor Department is seeking to transfer oversight over apprenticeship programs to the private sector. Both agencies will soon have a more pressing matter on their hands, what to do about the millions of jobs that may be lost due to the COVID-19 outbreak in America. Wartime footing, COVID and hospitals. This week, the COVID-19 epidemics in Europe and America will enter a new phase. As growing numbers of people with the disease show up at hospitals, countries are implementing hastily drawn up plans to deal with the deluge. Hospitals across Europe have cancelled elective operations and other non-urgent care, freeing up beds in intensive care units. Russia is building a new infectious disease hospital near Moscow. Several countries are training medics from various other specialisms to treat critically ill COVID-19 patients. Even that may not be enough. Britain plans to bring back recently retired doctors and nurses, as well as recruit final-year medical students to help. A shortage of ventilators, the breathing machines required by severely ill patients, is a huge worry. Wartime measures like asking car makers to produce medical equipment have been suggested in Britain. As the battlefield shifts to hospitals, slowing down the rate of new infections will be critical. Zeroing in China's economy China published dire economic data today for January and February, the most intense phase of its COVID-19 outbreak. Industrial output fell by 13.5% compared with the same period a year earlier. Retail sales shrank by 20.5%, fixed asset investment by 24.5%. The slump was even worse than analysts had feared. GDP is now almost certain to contract in the first quarter. The last time that China reported a contraction was more than four decades ago, at the end of the Cultural Revolution. In late January, the government put much of the country into lockdown to control the epidemic. Factories were idled, offices left empty and restaurants closed. New infections have nearly fallen to zero, so the government is now working to revive its economy without suffering a second outbreak. But the spread of COVID-19 in other countries complicates this task. A weak global economy hurts China, and given the threat of the virus re-entering from abroad, the government is continuing to restrict movement. The New Bailey, the Bank of England's boss When Andrew Bailey was appointed as governor of the Bank of England in December, the job already looked tough. The British economy was slowing, the threat of a no-deal Brexit loomed. Mr Bailey starts his new job today and the spread of COVID-19 has made it tougher still. Big drops in demand in some industries such as airlines and hotels risk insolvencies as otherwise sound firms run out of cash. Mr Bailey's first brief will be to stop that happening. The bank has already cut interest rates by 0.5 percentage points to 0.25%, launched a scheme offering cheap funding for bank lending to small and medium-sized firms, and cut the requirements for banks' capital buffers to further ease credit conditions. As the outbreak intensifies in the weeks to come, these measures are unlikely to be enough. 
Mr. Bailey's reputation as a safe pair of hands will be tested, and fast. Finally, here's the quote of the day from René Domal, who was born on this day in 1908. You cannot always stay on the summits, you have to come down again. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening.